still here? Then pour your favorite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble. We're back. It's been a long eight days since we were here and I'm here hosting today. Larry's not here. R.I.P. Larry. And, uh, you know, <laughs> we have his sound, so, you know, you can do that. I need my diction to be lubricated. Yeah. Fuck you, Larry. Yeah. So, yeah, he'll be here in spirit. As always, we bring you a show about uh, pop culture and uh, reviews and a little bit of booze. And uh, my drinking buddy, my perpetual blue beetle, is uh, is here with me. Oz, already drinking. I see. Uh, Why well, I gotta be the beetle? Because he got the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> they both got the glasses. Yeah. And, you know, reading the we're gonna be reviewing Blue and Gold. If you didn't get it from all the. The, the references but yeah we're gonna be reviewing that we're gonna be reviewing lower decks um my lower decks, the comic yeah lower decks the comic yeah that's that's you know, an important distinction um oh. we did review the show once so that's in there somewhere in our channel if you want to go look at that too uh i think it was when season two came out but i'm not sure and then uh yeah joe's not here either i don't have I have a button for Jay. Hold on. You heard that? Yeah, that's Jay, the silent assassin. He's not here with us, but he's here in spirit. And then, uh, yeah, man, uh, maybe we'll dissect some news or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> we'll play it by ear because <laughs> it's just the two of us. You can always call in. Ah, damn, did I even do the call-in thing? Hold no. On. I didn't, huh? We just started. No, no, the, the actual link. Oh, that, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I did. Let me see if I can just set that up real quick. But uh, yeah, the, the link is uh, to call in. It's usually the lady will tell you where it is if you just give me one second here. But in the meantime, Osman, what are you drinking? What are you drinking today? It's a, it's a local brew called Miner's Treasure. Um, Just got this. I don't want to show the label because it's from the wrong brewery and we're not sponsored by either of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's been, yeah I, I i walked in all happy with my jug and then i turn and i look at the logo and i'm like well this isn't for you guys she's <laughs> like ah you drunk guys don't care yeah. <laughs> it, it's um it, it's kind of like uh like a newcastle but okay. made in america i'm actually drinking something similar it's a uh, iron maiden i guess i should put myself on screen now huh it's uh, Iron Maiden's The Trooper. Uh, let's see. Day of the Dead. I guess you could probably see it better. It came in this nifty little box. Oh, I thought you, I saw you post that. I thought, I thought those were potato chips. <laughs> yeah, I know they're doing the, the, what's that shit called? The, the one chip challenge? Yeah, yeah. I see a ton of those boxes now. Yeah. It's weird, that trend with the chip challenge, like, they do it every uh every now and then it just comes back. Everybody's because I know it was big a couple years back. Now they're doing it again. I haven't seen videos, I've just seen yeah. the chip for sale. 
Yeah, no, I've seen uh, I've seen a couple. I did a, a I watch a, a dude that talks about cameras, reviews the newest cameras and all that shit. And he's doing his sponsored video little commercial for like some music, you know. And he's like he doing the challenge as he's doing the commercial, and then he uh he accidentally touched his eye, and uh, <laughs> and it was funny. But uh, I don't... speaking of hot stuff. There's um there's a show where celebrities are being interviewed while eating hot wings. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, I don't know if you've ever seen it. I've only seen clips, but you know, it's, it's celebrity eating really spicy stuff, and they're always like dying and sweating. Dude, check out homegirl Elizabeth Olsen doing that. <laughs> she's just she's just tearing them down like whatever, yeah. talking like she does not give an f. She's <laughs> She she's manipulating the reality of her taste buds or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen anybody eat them like that. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's hot ones. I I've seen, yeah, is it hot ones? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. I've seen it on. It's on Hulu, the actual show. I haven't. I've never watched it. I, I don't. You know me, Oz. I'm a weird a weirdo when it comes to shit like that. Like, oh, people eating hot sauce while being interviewed—that irritates me. I don't want to watch that. You know. So yeah, I, I mean, I've never watched it either. But every once in a while, a clip will come by on Instagram. Yeah. And I'll, you know, I can stand it for a minute. All the algorithms tell me to watch it, but I'm like, no, that I'm—it's gonna irritate me. <laughs> I don't want to, but I probably will. Uh, yeah. on chat. Which, by the way, if you're if you're live, go ahead. Whether you're on YouTube or Twitch, you can send us a chat. We'll we'll get it. If you're not live, you should be. Come back uh, Wednesday afternoons. I say it so much, like I, I it's always weird when like my mind blanks. Wednesday afternoon, six thirty Pacific, nine thirty Eastern. Uh, yeah. What's up, Fantastic Forum? You excited about the Hugh news from today? <laughs> the what news? The hue news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's a, a bit of news, huh? The Deadpool three is gonna have Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in it. Yeah, it just depends on how they do it. I don't uh, think it, it, it could just be a Deadpool movie, and they'll do like that scene from X Men where. He goes to talk to him at the bar. Like, hey, go fuck yourself. And okay, and that's it. Which I <laughs> like he would do that. Yeah, just to f with people. Yeah, like it probably wasn't even the uh, Hugh Jackman walking in the background. Yeah, with just like was, the blades out, so you know it's yeah. supposed to be Wolverine. Yeah, but I mean, I'm excited. Um, but you know, we don't know if this is even MCU. Like, it might be the last of the Fox universe thing, and they'll use it to. Yeah, I think they are supposed to be MCU. Yeah. But, and Tyreek comments is this in chat, it could be, he says, they will put some multiverse shenanigans to bring Wolverine to the MCU. And it might it might just be, what I've heard people think it's going to be is Deadpool transferring from the Fox universe to the MCU universe and trying to bring Wolverine with him. Mm-hmm. And then maybe he's, Wolverine's not going to quite make it because, you know, the MCU is going to have its own Wolverine. Yeah. Um, are, are they? they know, have, they, or they said, have they said if they're gonna have their own or? Um, I well, Hugh Jackman's done. 
Like I, he's doing this one, I think, more as a as just to have fun with Ryan Reynolds and really like he he was done with the character. Uh huh. So I I don't think that. Plus, he's getting old. You yeah, know, he's supposed to be the almost immortal, and so yeah, I I think MCU is looking just like they're gonna get a new Mister Fantastic, even though they had uh, what's his face in the movie. Yeah. They should get John Hamm. Nah, he's too old. Mr. Fantastic is old. He's got gray yeah. hair. He's not, look, John Hamm's not like that To look distinguished. John Hamm is 50. That's not that old. Eh, that's that's, that's like you being Mr. Fantastic. I would not be Mr. Fantastic. He just stretched out differently. <laughs> Honestly... It's fantastic next to Doctor Strange, both of them with the fucking, the yeah. thing, just looking all look. And technically, Tony Stark had that for a little bit too at some point. So the three of them, they just look like mirror universe versions of each other. <laughs> and she got loose. Um, Tyrek Lawrence chat says, uh, I don't think they can pull the Wolverine from Logan. My theory is it will be a version from Wolverine from the multiverse, kind of like what they did with Professor X in Multiverse of Madness. Maybe, but it, it doesn't matter. It might be just a cameo. Like, like I said, like just trying to bring him and he won't come. You know? Yeah, I, the original idea for Deadpool 3, from what I remember, it was supposed to be like a cross-country drive between uh, Deadpool and Wolverine, like fear and loathing a little bit. Yeah. With just crazy stuff happening. So yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, see, I want to see that with uh, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. I've always said I'd, I'd like to see a buddy cop show with Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Yeah. Strangely enough, I, I guess Jurgen's got uh, some of my 2055 letters that I sent and <laughs> went ahead and gave us that with uh, blue and gold. Yeah, and we're going to get to that review in a little bit, but yeah, I got the the the, the call-in link is, is working, so go ahead and listen to the lady. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at Fantastic Forum. Live. Join the party. You know you want to. You know what's weird about Larry not being here is that, like, I don't even want to hit the goat sound button. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> I have that. Yeah, it's not. It's not fun without Larry. <laughs> I forgot yeah. I have that button too. <laughs> I uh, I was watching a movie about. I guess this is kind of a topic. Uh, it's called it's called uh, "Please Stand By," and it's a um, it's a story of an autistic girl that's a writer, and she wants to be able to leave the housing place. She's been working towards that. She wants to live with her sister and help her raise the kid, you know. But she's a uh, uh, a Star Trek fan fiction writer, and she wants to leave her take her script to Paramount. And that's how she learns to to fend for herself by, you know, essentially escaping the housing place and just 
walking <laughs> from San Francisco to LA to meet the deadline. And it's, um, there's a scene where she just starts screaming, shut up, shut up, shut up. Like, you know, autistic yeah. tantrum type. And I'm like, man, I need that for when Larry's on his bullshit. I'll just hit that button of a, of a girl yelling, shut up, shut up, shut up. Everybody's like, don't do that. Like, I have to. So when Larry's on that bullshit, you're going to hear that. <laughs> Which happens a lot. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a little subjective. I actually talked to him today about that Hugh Jackman thing. And he said that... Um, He's like he thinks it could work towards the whole secret wars thing. Like it's this; it'll be the last Fox with the universe kind of breaking and taking whatever you want from it and leaving the bad stuff or whatever. And I'm like, man, you really think Secret Wars is gonna be like the comic? Still? No, like, that's how many of these stories have been like the comic? Yeah, like even Secret Invasion. Like you're seeing Secret Invasion. You saw the trailer for Secret Invasion. It wasn't no Secret Invasion. No, I, there's scrolls in it. I, I guess yeah. I think that's what it was, right? But it, but it, it's like it's like one of those shitty, uh, well, shitty to me, British shit. Those little spy shows that aren't really spies, like they're just people in apartments. Yeah, there's no, there's no Iron Man with that chin. Yeah, or uh, or you know, or or anybody apartment. with the chin. Yeah, except those scrolls that are probably good guys. <laughs> you know, yeah. So the that only thing, the only thing I'm expecting out of that show is at some point they better set up Super Scroll and yeah, use that as a as a setup for Fantastic Four. Like, I don't know the setup, but it might be one of those things where it's just not <laughs> like they're not gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, Tarkov says just because it has a title doesn't mean it'll be like the comic. The Thunderbolts won't have the, the original team, and I think we complain about that, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, at least, but they they're like what we've seen in MCU for as far as villains go, more or less. Like, that's kind of the MC, that's what we have as an MCU, um, Thunderbolts, you know. Like yeah, we never, yeah. we don't have like radioactive man. We don't have you know mockingbird, not mockingbird, um, moon, moon, moonstone. We don't have uh, you know, we don't have the kin. You know, we don't have a lot of a lot of different thunderbolts that would have been thunderbolts. You know, you, mean, you don't even have Wolverine. Right. So, and, and that's the thing. So it's like it's even like you're not gonna have. There's very few people to pick from. And you know they all, they victimize all their villains so that you can't really like see them as villains, you know. And they either victimize them or endear them to you, like, like even Zemo, you know. Zemo is like the only one that should have been on that Thunderbolts team, and even he's not even like a villain like he was in Civil War, you know. When you see him again in, in Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah. Um... I mean, Thunderbolts is supposed to be like a, a Dark Avengers, right? Nah, I, I mean, technically, it's 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 them. It's like the Suicide Squad. So you get these villains, you put them in a team, but they're also the the first iteration was kind of they're like 
Yeah, I think uh, we got to kind of fix something because this is some bad shit that's going down even by our standards and they kind of team up and do it but they're still sanctioned by the the shield thing or whatever you know the world security council so it it, kind of goes like that but eventually it becomes like the suicide squad like thunderbolt ross has his and it's like agent venom red hulk deadpool uh i forget who else you know it, but it's essentially like the, that X-Force team kind of type of kill squad that's more like Ancient Venom's not really a villain, but he was a Thunderbolt, you know? Was X-23 an original Young Avenger? I'm sure uh, she was a Young Avenger at some point because everybody is. Yeah, uh, I think she was. When she, Yeah, I think she was. Is what I was just thinking about is with Hugh Jackman beating Deadpool 3, uh, it'd be a good way to pull in that actress that played X-23 in Logan. And she's a, she's she's like 18 now. So she's old. She's around the same age as the other young Avengers that we've seen. Mm-hmm. And it'd be a good way to have an X-23 and yeah. then whoever your young ass Wolverine is in the MCU, you can still have. I mean... It can it can be one of the, like it can be done, but I don't know. I mean, they got a lot to do before they even do fucking X twenty three with MCU. You know what I mean? You'd be su- you'd be surprised how quickly they can speed things up. Uh, yeah, but I don't want them to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know, but you're frozen to my end, man. But I can still hear you. I don't know if the audience can see you that way, but. Yeah, I yeah, I am frozen on your screen. You can hear me though, right? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, let me exit and come back. Okay. In the meantime, uh, I got a special treat for you people. We got uh you know, I used to usually do these mo deals and stuff, but now I got you something to buy a little um little shop shopping guide, uh Halloween. You know, we're coming into the the horror type of uh, season. So let me go ahead and, and show you a, a little bit of what we got. Where is that bumper? Okay. So there's creep show the show it's on shutter i think you can get it on amc and it, they made a, a a comic you know the the movie is based on a fictional comic and the show takes that format and does it too and now they brought you the real one it actually sold out at the distribution level and you won't be able to find it soon so when it does come out um be sure to buy it because they didn't print enough so it might be a collectible you might be able to get uh some money on ebay for it so you know, i might pay you some on ebay for it there is gonna be a uh reprint and the reprint comes out october 26th of 2022 so you'll be able to get a second printing but if you can get that first one go get it because it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a good a good little uh investment 
potentially. I mean, I don't know how long it's going to hold its value. I don't know how long it's going to uh, be uh, valuable because that's how things go. Like right now when they announce that it went out of print and it's going back to print, that's when the value is hot. Maybe six months after that, nobody will care. You know, and who knows who's to say that even the initial print one is enough to satisfy the people that want it. We won't know, but I would say just buy it, make it, buy as many as you can, just make it scarce, and you're gonna be able to to uh prospect and, and make more money on your initial purchase. And issue two comes out the next month too of creep show, and I got a little bit of a a little preview for you about uh, of issue two. And that's kind of like the story. You're going to see different art styles. Um, they got like three different covers. You know, uh, David Latham is writing it. Uh, Steve uh, Langford, Stephen Langford. You know, if you listen to Howard Stern, Stephen Langford makes you giggle. <laughs> but uh, I don't think it's the same Steve Langford. But you got some of the stories, some of the art style you're going to be seeing in issue two. And uh, yeah, it's, it's like I love that design for the creep. It, it's really cool. Um, but yeah, that is that. That is your preview for creep show number two. And uh, Oz, you're back. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, I had to like restart for some reason. It couldn't access yeah. the camera and Michael. That's weird. Yeah, well, look, took I, perfect timing. <laughs> I did my little comic reviewers, uh, comic shopping guide for Halloween season. Oh, I can't wait to watch that. <laughs> yeah. The exact the, the exact amount of time you were off is how long it took to do it. So I timed that well. <laughs> I mean, speaking of spookiness, I think this room's haunted. Like the dog hates it. My electronics always go weird. Dog. But like, okay, haunted. You know me, the perpetual. This is. I mean, something. Yeah, there's something about this room that fucks with my stuff. How about that? But how bad is the fucking? With uh, it. My computer will restart sometimes. Random electronics will just like turn off or just freeze. Yeah. Like I can understand my computer. It, it is kind of old. Yeah, I've had it for like ten years. God, I need to get a new one. But like my phone, my phone's new. It shouldn't be freezing randomly. Yeah. And then you know, again, dog comes in. He hates this room. Always barks at me for coming in here, and then like stares at the wall and barks at it. It's it's weird. <laughs> How about when you're in there doing your little uh, unboxings? Anything weird happen there? Uh, no. No, nothing too bad. Okay. Probably thinks you're giving it an offering or something. <laughs> oh, he's buying me toys. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I had a conversation. I have a conversation with people about this type of shit at at uh at work and one guy's like, Well, you know, even scientists say that energy cannot be destroyed, so it has to be something. And I go, Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's fucking ghosts. Like just because there's energy doesn't mean it's ghosts. I mean, all, all even a piece of lead is vibrating at a certain frequency. It's just slow, slower than everything else at an atomic level. It's still using energy. 
You know, doesn't mean it's a fucking ghost. Like, what if you just turn to lead when you fucking die after billions of years? I mean, I mean, we know what you turn into. You turn into carbon. Right. But eventually, even, you know. Oh, yeah. It's a slow process. Yeah. But and that's still energy living on forever after you die. First, you turn into bug poop. Yeah. Delicious bug poop. And um, but yeah, it's uh, I don't know, it's a, it's hard for me to wrap my brain around these things. But anywho, this um, going to this, I'll play this review music. I guess we could just jump into the review music. Comic book review, like review. Well, not not like that, but like. We need to fill b- a bumper for that. Just like what do you mean? Oh, video like version. Like I was thinking, maybe rent a mansion and go into the study. <laughs> Just the camera, like slow handheld, and then like you're there with a pipe and a sniffer, reading a comic. <laughs> Actually, I have a den and a fancy chair. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That's uh. That's get a yeah, get us think smoking jacket and yeah, we could technically film four different uh, versions of it and one for each of us, depending on who suggests the the book. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I I don't think I have a smoking jacket. Ah, just use your your fucking <laughs> your bathrobe <laughs> or get or better get a kimono. <laughs> I'm sure Amber has a kimono, right? I'm, it's not gonna fit me though. That's even look like a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Um, does, yeah, a, does a plaid robe work, or does that? Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Yeah. Okay. I think I have one of those. If you don't have like what what would look good, go with what looks funny. You know what I mean? That's my rule. Oh, so then I just won't wear a shirt at all. Yeah, to be in your underwear. <laughs> Read a comic book in my underwear. I mean that yeah. with your glasses still on, <laughs> right? Because then I got to take them off when I look at the camera. Yeah, like oh hello, but yeah, it's <laughs> we're doing pre-production on air live. So what happens when Larry doesn't show up? But yeah, uh, Osman, why don't you tell us a little bit of uh, Booster Gold? Or blue and gold. Yeah, it's um, it's been a while since we've had a, a booster gold story. Like he shows up every now and then uh, in different books, but this uh, blue and gold is eight issues. I should probably take it out of the re- highly reflective bag. <laughs> and oh, it still reflects. Oh, I guess I should have seen that coming. <laughs> and it's uh, it, it it's a buddy book with uh. Booster and Blue Beetle about them. Um, I guess slight spoilers a little bit. They they get even though they save the Justice League, they get rejected for membership, mm-hmm. and so they go off to make their own kind of a heroes for hire type of deal. Except it's free. Like they're trying to crowdfund their superhero antics. 
and you know help people and uh hilarity ensues uh it's uh it's an interesting concept because they they'll whenever they go into action they live stream it and so you even have like people's chat popping up which um i liked at first towards the middle it gets a little bit like okay i we got the fangirl, we got the the person that think it's all conspiracy, and it's just kind of like it's a lot of the same. But then towards the end, it kind of like you start to see how people are affected. It, there's one issue where you actually where the people actually show up in person. So you get to know them a little bit better and it kind of it, it ties it all well towards the end. But uh, yeah, it's eight issues. I I think it could have been five. Oh, shit. But uh, it's written by Dan Jurgens, so I'm a, I'm probably a little bit biased because uh, I'm kind of a Dan Jurgens uh, fan. Oh. Hey, and you said, uh, I had a little technical issue here, but you said it could have been five, five or six. There's there's a few points where you know it could have trimmed a little bit, mm-hmm. but there there wasn't any point where I was bored either. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you could have trimmed it, but you know I don't mind that they didn't. Yeah, I, I read uh, one through four myself, and I do feel like the whole core of the story is like around halfway through issue two or, or the beginning of three. Like if you trim those the first parts of that and start with that, you can actually just get to the point of them trying to start this this um hero's business thing you know yeah they spend a lot of time showing ted cord losing his money yeah but also them being heroes together and booster gold live streaming so and that i'm not necessarily mad at like i love those two together i love um i I love classic blue beetle like just i love the the design yeah, and I like the design they use here, which is kind of the newer design, the more modern design, but it's not, I, I like they didn't try to uh, ultra modernize it. Like they just gave them the old, like pre-New 52 design kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so I love looking at that. And then Booster Gold always has a good design, even like the classic one with the little, the pop collar. And then the new one is just kind of the same one without the pop collar, you know? And so I, I enjoyed those first issues that weren't really going anywhere. They were kind of setting up the threat of that uh, princess <laughs> that's trying to take over Earth. Yep. But even the way she's tra- taking over Earth isn't even like, like she's not even like a Justice League level threat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you would think like somebody that wants to like take over the UN and just uh, force them into like uh, promising their um soldiers and loyalty <laughs> you know it's there's still she's still like weak about it you know even though she is a threat but it's like just as like not even worried about it. yeah it's not like she's not trying to conquer the earth because in her mind she already owns it yeah yeah like we, we claimed this planet millions of years ago it's like what the <laughs> and um yeah, I like I, I, I like the story because every every issue has like a its own little cameo. Um, like you haven't gotten to it, but there's a 
Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle. Yeah, it's, it's on the cover too for like issue six or something. Yeah, there's one that's Rip Hunter. It, it's just it's them having a good time and uh trying to try oh, I forgot about that collar. <laughs> yeah. It's like it, him and Nightwing with that damn collar. Yeah. Like, but I, know, I mean I know that was the eighties and nineties, but yeah. I, I'm not mad at it. Like I, I enjoyed it back uh back in the day that look you know are you streaming um, your phone my ipad oh i did a screen recording because oh. i was reading it on they're all on dc infinite so if you have that app <laughs> you can read those as part of your subscription yeah this, these books came out a while ago i've had these sitting in my to read pile for for a good while yeah i one the reason i i thought we were going to review it because i know you posted the cover for issue eight on uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I, did that I, re- I really like that cover yeah it's in the background here let me see if i can uh, yeah well i got the book here so you don't have to take us off let yeah. me reflect it towards the camera <laughs> it's just i i like that i like i called it like a classic booster gold cover because it's not just them it's like all these quotes from different people yeah the people in the book and it's uh like one of them is Bibbo Biboski, which is like he just says oh super, you know, because he's like the Superman fanboy. Like he's the one like longshoreman guy that always loves Superman. And he's watching he watches the live stream and he comments on it too, which is his are really, really funny. But they're not like hilarious, but they they're an added touch that I like, you know. Yeah. Like uh <laughs> Five stars, Booster Gold. Brilliant, Ted Cord. Yeah. Timeless epic, Rip Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, like, uh, was it um, the other Blue Beetle, Reyes? <laughs> I think he did one, though. No? Uh, no, there's Buggles. Yeah. His Blue Beetle skeets. Yeah. And I like that, too. I, you know, um, I love, like, the art in this book I thought was Dan Jurgens at first. And I'm like, man, Dan Jurgens has done a good job of like, cause you know, I'm a Spider-Man dude from the nineties. Right. Yeah. Mark Bagley is like it, like that's your artist from the nineties aside from, you know, your McFarlane and all those. But what you, what I re- remember as a kid was that when you look at Mark Bagley art now, it's like, man, this dude's still drawing like back then. Like he hasn't adapted to the new, you know, the new way, you know? And this felt like, oh man, Dan Jurgens, man, he stepped up into the next generation, the next century, you know? And I was giving him props and I realized he didn't draw it, drew it. It was uh was it Sook? Yeah, Ryan Sook. Ryan Sook. And I and he does a really good job because it feels kind of like a modern Dan Jurgens style, you know? And yeah. everything from the layouts to the perspectives to the like just the the booster gold and blue beetle like just how they looked yeah the the funny thing is i i noticed this earlier but like you look at issue one issue two it, it's just jergens and sook and then three yeah. i got sotomayor yeah or uh mcguire and ratman yeah and like, by seven there's six names on the cover <laughs> yeah so you need I, to help. huh yeah you need to help yeah because, I mean, the way that issue one looks, it looks like a real, looks like a lot of work. 
<laughs> from an artist. Like, I mean, they got good lettering. They got good um, colors, you know, good inking. And, you know, it, it's just a, a book like this. Usually, uh, I if it would have happened on Marvel, it would have had terrible art, but a fantastic art a writer, <laughs> you know. And here it's like they just did a good job to put a, a good book. To, I wish it was ongoing, really. Like I want once I saw those people standing in line for like miles that needed help, I like, man, this could be this could be the fucking TV show for for blue and gold, you know, or the movie. Right. That's and, what I want. Yeah. The buddy cop show yeah, agency. Yeah, like ah dude. We need to become richer. So <laughs> Uh, I found out though now in that the black guard's real name is Dick Hertz, because in that comic in issue three, they're they're talking about their origin, like how they met. <laughs> and it goes, yeah, the black guard whose real name is Richard Hertz. I forgot about <laughs> that. That was I have it here in the video. Let's see, it'll pop up. I'll pause it when it gets there. But yeah, that's some design. Like, I love that page. Looks super classic. Yeah. Let's see if you zoom in right. See right there. The Black Guard was a low grade villain whose booster's real, a booster's real name, Richard Hertz. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was zooming in on. Not. Blue Beetle's ass. Right. I mean, <laughs> if you can get both. Yeah. It just happened they were both in the frame. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, you know, I wanted to fuck with you and just read the first issue because you and Larry and have been doing that for the last month and uh, <laughs> or one episode of something that we're reviewing, but I couldn't. I couldn't stop for one, and then then Larry said, "Ah, uh, I'm not being, I'm not gonna be on." So I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta read more than that." And uh, I'm not, I'm mad at it. I want, I want it to be ongoing. I would, I would keep reading. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Jergens wishes it was ongoing, but look at all the people they had to call in to, to help out. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he can handle it because it, well, it didn't all come out. Like this was a monthly issue when it first came out, and it came out like when. Because I saw like one, they showed a variant cover and it was like the Suicide Squad movie cover. And then like issue four is like the Peacemaker cover, you know, like uh, in the list of variants. So yeah, like, man, like issue out. one, it might have come out late too, right? It has an ad for Stargirl. Yeah. Yeah. August 10th. So yeah. it, it's been over a year, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> New season, Titans. Yeah, it, it it's been it took a while for it to come out. I think it's one of the reasons I, I kept putting it on my to read pile because I knew I was gonna get to a point where I'm like, I gotta wait a month for the next one. Um, the artist that who's the dude that did issue three? It was um, and he's a good artist, but I definitely saw like a decline in. What I like seeing, Hamner, yeah, Cully Hamner, yeah, like that guy's good. 
and he he did Cully Hamner on it, and it's it, he did he did his thing. I'm not mad at it, but I I, I really like the art in the first issue. <laughs> yeah, some parts look like digital paint, some part looks like color, you know, and it just I don't know what more I can say about this art. <laughs> I really enjoy, it was just so well put together. Yeah, I just hate when they draw booster without the ring. Yeah, it's a weird thing because it's a, like so tiny in certain pa- the way you're doing your panel sometimes, you know. But they should have like a little like a Photoshop thing, like clip art that you can just put on, right? I think some people try to justify that the ring is under his glove. Because uh-huh. he's not really in the Legion, and it's a Legion ring. Yeah. But he never claims to be part of the Legion anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's a weird thing. Because yeah. it, like, even even big-time artists will do the same thing. So, I don't know. I, I think I just got used to the disappointment of not seeing the ring. <laughs> Um, if you did have your buddy movie, buddy cop movie, or buddy cop show, well, let's do movie because that's more more budget. Who would you cast as Blue Beetle and Booster Gold? Oh, that's, that's tough. I haven't actually thought about that. Um, I don't know. Blue Beetle probably. Uh, Dean Winchester. What's his name? Jensen Ackles. Okay. Because uh, he can be silly. Yeah, yeah. He can, he also has that like serious side. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he had a Blue Beetle show and then they team up, like he could do both parts, both tones. Yeah. Yeah. Where whoever plays Booster just has to be goofy like the whole time. Mm-hmm. Little yeah. overconfident, little over, you know, overzealous. But still competent. I'd like to see what that guy that plays the deep looks like with blonde hair. Oh, okay. Because I feel like he can do goofy. I mean, he kind of, he kind of, he, he's a goofy yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's something I'd have, I'd have to think about. Yeah. To write a manifesto. The, the guy that played him in Smallville was good, but he's probably too old at this point. And they didn't do too much with him there did was it like he didn't get too goofy he had a lot of the i'm a superstar attitude yeah and then he also did his serious moments yeah so yeah he was good but it wasn't i mean it was one episode of a cw tv show 10 15 years ago right like how much could you possibly do right yeah and it was it's so low budget like skeets had to be in his headpiece because they couldn't anim- they didn't have the budget to animate the little thing. <laughs> and it was right when they were getting away from the no capes thing too, right? Like the costume budget wasn't even there. They didn't really let Clark be Superman the way he should have been. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if Superman had the red leather jacket or the black trench coat. Like that's the extent of his costumes. Yeah, <laughs> that he he was almost like Batman towards <laughs> the end. I mean, 
yeah, the the black shirt, he's all, all black trench coat. If he just put a mask with some horns, yeah, <laughs> it would. Man, I miss Smallville. <laughs> and we CW was fun. You gotta have that button with the song with the wherever we had that before. Yeah, I'm so worried about copyright strikes. Nah, don't worry about it. Nah. It doesn't say, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I don't worry about it. We we hardly ever get them for the live stuff. I don't I don't want to jeopardize our penny and a half. <laughs> yeah. that well, we that's what we for. That's why we sell merch. Fantasticform.live for all your uh, fashionable needs. I've got it. Yeah. See, just that's what we. That's what I need to do. I need to photograph a model like a big buff guy, like ripping his shirt open, like Clark Kent, like Superman. But it's our logo uh, under. Man, why do you come up with the best ideas when like I'm this far away from my blackboard? Because <laughs> I that's when the edibles kick in. <sighs> Gotta get you more edibles. Yeah, I, I'm actually making my own. I made some drink, uh, some green dragon uh, elixir. That's uh, it's two ounces of Don Q 151 rum, and it's 150 milligrams of THC. So if I make a, uh, a rum and coke with that, it, yeah, but it's designed to just I just have a few uh, drops under my tongue, not not the whole thing, but. But I'm gonna make a rum and coke lollipop. You just do edibles, or do you smoke it? I mainly do edibles, so I, I enjoy smoking it. But right now, like unless I grow it, I don't want to smoke it. The shit's too strong. It's stronger than it, than it used to be, and like nobody, um, nobody makes sativa anymore. So it's the stuff that really like mellows you out, like your body out, like you get sleepy, you know. Whereas the sativa is the shit that makes my third eye like wink at you. And that's, but I want the pure sativa. Now you can't get pure sativa unless you grow it yourself. And that's what I'm doing. And that's what I'm making my edibles out of too. Cause that's what I, I like. Uh, I want to be able to fall asleep and hear the guy tripping on the bottle a block away in the middle of the night. <laughs> it, it's weird for me. Cause literally across the street, like if I'm, coming out of my driveway and keep going for another 20 feet there's a pot farm yeah and i don't know if they air it out or, or what but there's there's a few days i come home and it's oh, like dude well when they pollinate they they release a scent because it's the resin the the females are trying to pollinate so when you have no males this is where I fuck with people because I, I grow males too because my dogs like to eat the males. So um, I grow the males and then when the wind hits, they, they pollinate. So they're going to, their weed is, whoever's growing weed in the area is not going to get the strongest possible weed they can because you got to, you got to like deprive them of the male so that the females get, they start getting wetter essentially <laughs> so that the, the, the pollen sticks to it. So it's like, no, there's no pollen coming in. We got to get, get wetter, get wetter, you know? And uh, you'll see it. Like they get like honey sometimes, like when you really deprive them, like when you grow indoors and that's part of the thing, like everybody grows indoors. So they, they, they just get these thick, like honey, 
like resin and that's shit strong as fuck but it's like it's strong and it's the type of shit that puts you to sleep like i don't want that <laughs> you know i have no problem sleeping yeah okay blue and gold <laughs> yeah and green <laughs> yeah blue and gold man yeah it's definitely like i wish this book was an ongoing you know even if they do like this like eight issues and then you know take four months off and then bring you another eight you know do it in seasons is something i would like to see i want to see more I, I didn't get to read the second half but i i know I, i'm gonna because i have them thanks to dc infinite link in the bio uh or link in the description um but yeah it, it's definitely like for me the, these three and a half issues i read is about like easily like a four or five four and a half star book i, I it could the story could have been condensed a little bit but where it didn't condense i got to see them hanging out and you know there was a time where where uh, blue beetle was dead and booster had that sadness in him and that was cool for booster gold added dimension to him and then there was that one issue where he got to talk to him again Oz, i know you remember that issue and that was really cool. Like I got to see them again together then, and seeing them together here, like it, it was it was a, a a good feel. I just you know I don't know how he came back. I, uh, Blue Beetle that is. I don't know how he came back. I don't I don't want to know. Like it's cool. Like <laughs> I'm sure it's, it's something cool, but it's not that important to me. Like I was enjoying them being together again, and so even with the story not being consolidated in a more concise form. I got to see them hang out again <laughs> and that was like i'm enjoying every one of those moments separately than i would enjoy the comics yeah yeah i don't know how he came back i'm yeah. assuming it was in the crisis at some yeah point. yeah how, how they come back but I, I i i don't know if the issue where he talks to him is the one <clears throat> that i remember the most because there there's one he booster travels back and that's how he he has one more adventure with with Ted Cord, mm -hmm. and then they they hook up with Jaime Reyes and and uh, this other guy Black Beetle. Yeah, yeah. They do, they do the the Beatles cover, and it's the four Beatles. <laughs> I, I, I I was thinking about that because that always makes me laugh. Yeah, I think that was it, and it was like a not a it wasn't. I don't think it was a new fifty two book. No, I think it was in Booster's ongoing at the time. Right. And he's kind of outside of that. Or, yeah, I don't know. It was a really good book. And it get, this brought me back to that, where it's like, even if this is just a little moment in time, even in the past, before New 52 or something, like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, yeah. Honestly, I'm not sure when it takes place. Yeah. Uh, young ass Black Adam kind of gives me an idea, mm -hmm. but there's been so many crises back to back that it could be at any point. Guy Gardner too, because yeah. that design for him is older too, right? Yeah. When he comes in to to explain everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. I, I'm just glad it, the book is there. It, I wonder maybe if it was a book that they did and they never released. And I was like, ah, we got some some space in the month. 
Yeah, and ultimately it doesn't matter when it takes place because there's nothing yeah. that happens in here that is consequential to the, the DC universe at right. all. It's actually it, it it prides itself on not interfering with anything the Justice League is doing or anybody on the Justice League. <laughs> yeah, aside from the cameos, but they even write those in pretty well where like they fit, you know. Yeah, I, like you said the the main villain is so low level. Yeah. That like yeah, no nobody else would even bother. Yeah, like easily Martian Manhunter could be like, yeah, no, I, I know you claimed it, but these people are different. Like, this isn't the people you struck a deal with. They're, you're going to have to put up with them and me. Yeah. And he's not even doing that. <laughs> yeah. What would you give it, Oz? I'm going to say uh, four and a half. Yeah. Um, just because. It feels like it should have been shorter, but I don't. I'm glad it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, somewhere between four and four and a half. Yeah, yeah we're kind of on the same page with that. And yeah, we definitely want to see the buddy, buddy cop. <laughs> like, I was probably for a Booster Gold TV show years ago. Yeah, and that never came out, right? Did they ever use the guy or anything? And something else, the the guy from Smallville. No, because the TV show they had cast the guy from the TV show, right? I don't, I don't even remember. Yeah, I just remember hearing that they were going to do it. They were also going to at the same time they were talking about doing a Robin show. Yeah. Several years later, we get Titans, which is kind of a Robin show. Yeah. Because he tends to be the main character. And same with uh with Hawk and Dove. We're supposed to get that. Then when we got them in Titans. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. TV TV's weird. Like we got a She-Hulk TV show before we got a Booster Gold TV show. And I think like those like the like there's a few people that don't like She-Hulk, but I think the booster gold show would have the vibe of like the she hulk tv show maybe even better and it's a dude so they could be okay with it i pictured more like brooklyn 99 yeah but with a smaller cast because there's a lot of people in that show (laughs) yeah or did you ever watch that show sledgehammer uh what was that one it sounds familiar it was a guy, and he was like a Clint Eastwood type cop detective in LAPD, but he um, he was kind of dumb. But it was like a comedy show. But he still got the bad guys. Like he's still good at what he did. But he was kind of like the dumb cop. And then he had the the partner that was in uniform, still female, or or no, she wasn't in uniform. She she was just like him, but she was the female, and she was like the straight man, like trying to keep him on the straight and narrow and he would just do his thing and then he'd have like weird tactics on how to take down the bad guy i remember this show i don't think it's something i watched okay i'm looking, I'm looking at images uh, yeah images and I, I remember it i remember the commercials i might have caught an episode but it wasn't something yeah. i watched oh yeah it was great like and i think that vibe is kind of like it's halfway between the brooklyn 99 but it's a little like it's funny it's just a little more serious because of the action that they has in it, you know? 
And I think that vibe would be really good for like the booster gold. Cause even the way that guy acts, like he's, you know, <laughs> he he's full of himself, you know? And, but he's also confident cause he can pull the shit off too, you know? So it doesn't help. Like nothing really like brings him down a peg, you know? Here's the funny thing. I've never seen the full episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh man. I've seen tons of clips. Yeah. And YouTube. And it's always hilarious. Yeah. And Dude. at some point, I probably will, but I've never actually, like, from start to end, seen We're going to end the show right now at a tight 56-20 so you could go watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Because, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. And it's so good that after the George Floyd thing, they did their last season because half of the, the police force didn't want to be police anymore. Like that's what they're like. Yeah, we quit. We can't. I can't. You know, they half of like one of them just became a private detective. Like I could do better, more good here than in the system. Like this, you know. So it was still social commentary, but it they worked with that because they're like nobody's gonna want to watch us now. So they just ended it there. But they it made it clear that it's because of the George Floyd shit in a funny way. Even like the first episode from coming back from that was like. It was a little bit of a downer because they they talked about the shit in a real way, even though it's a comedy show. But uh, yeah, it's it's, it's a good show. Ty Claw in chat says, "There's that Blue Beetle movie that's coming out. Do you think they could maybe do a Booster Gold movie, bring that version of Blue Beetle along?" I don't think Booster Gold and Jaime Reyes would hit like Booster Gold and Ted Cord. Yeah. And I Even think in the comics, like they kind of play with that a little bit too. Yeah, but the, Jaime Reyes tends to be more serious, and the age difference between them just makes it like weird for them. Plus, the buddies, the, the whole power set's a little different too, right? A little bit, yeah, a, a lot of bit. <laughs> like Jaime Reyes is essentially like Iron Man, yeah, in an extremist suit, you know? Yeah, Iron Man for for those that don't read comics. In Infinity War or yeah. Endgame, and where, like his suit just does whatever he wants it to do. And Blue Beetle Ted Cord is more like a Batman with like technology, like a little higher technology. Yeah, Derek H in chat says Rosa quit, and so did Gina. Yeah, Gina quit early on though. Uh, Rosa is the one that quit and became, um, what you call it, the private detective. Yeah, Gina was like a TikTok star or something, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she kept putting cement in people's food. She, yeah, she fucked with people. Uh, Tyre Claudia chat says, uh, "Do you think Booster a Booster Gold movie would have humor of the Deadpool movies?" I would say no. No, he's not. He he's goofy, but he's not supposed to be intentionally goofy. Like he's yeah. supposed to be like. It, since we're talking about Brooklyn Nine Nine, like Peralta, like he's actually yeah. good at his job, but like he's just talking to him like silly, weird shit comes out of his mouth. Yeah, and that's why you need to watch Sledgehammer, because <laughs> Sledgehammer is like I think. The vibe that Peralta has in Brooklyn Nine-Nine compared to Booster Gold, I think Booster Gold is more in line with Sledgehammer than, than 
even the tone of the show, I think, would be like you add a buddy cop element, like that's your show right there, man. You could literally just use up <laughs> use up uh, old sledgehammer scripts and <laughs> and add superpowers to the to the bad guy, even if it's just a, a cat burglar <laughs> and blue beetle and booster gold, and that's it. That's your 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 booster gold buddy show. Uh, also, the the humor that comes from a booster gold is not similar to the Deadpool. Deadpool tries to kind of like, especially now, he's more uh, filthy and, and disgusting. You know, <laughs> but Booster Gold, yeah, no, but the thing is, but it's vulgar, yeah. like, even where it, it, you know, I think, look, I'm as vulgar as they come. I don't think Deadpool needs to be that vulgar, you know, what I mean, like, he could take it back. Like, the comics are still all ages, you know, the 90s comics where where you get a lot of the Deadpool stuff is, is they're still all ages, you know, and Booster Gold has that, like, Booster Gold could be for the whole family. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Moving right along, we're doing uh lower decks. And uh lower decks is uh Paramount Plus TV show, and now they have a comic on IDW. You can see it behind me right there. Uh issue one came out, I think, if not last Wednesday, the Wednesday before. And uh it, it does its thing like you know idw has a star trek properties and they're putting stuff out i just found out they're doing strange new worlds comic and they did uh they just finished up year five of the original series because it was supposed to be a five-year mission so they finished the missions in comic book form which uh to all you star trek fans out there i say you're welcome because you know as a stockholder i had some input there um, this book is a little, uh, weird, but it's only weird in the sense that a lot of books based on animated shows are weird. And I'll get to that in the review, but right here, basically see the lower decks crew, uh, working, uh, towards a, you, you know, you got your B plot and your A plot. Your A plot is the, the upper deck upper echelon command crew and then your lower decks people and they're just doing some goofy shit and doing the, essentially the second contact stuff um but yeah oz you're the star trek guy out of all of us today <laughs> i i know you're not a fan of the show either so how did you feel reading this book man the show <clears throat> the show i think has gotten better Okay. So, like, I'm still watching it and mm. I'm still entertained. This book is like the first episode of, of the of, of the show. Yeah. Like, it, it it's all like most of most of the book, especially when you get to the lower decks cast, is just referencing other stuff. Yeah. And so that always feels kind of cheap. Like, you know, if you if your story is referencing another story that was good, then what do you really have? And then they also do the thing, and, and I I know, I know the writer was just trying to make a joke, but they do the thing where where they they 
say something and then they explain it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of joke. Like when they when the Cerrito shows up to save the the space hippies, they say, "Oh, and we know it's the it's it's Starfleet on account of the the shape of the, like something like that." Like she, it, it's it's a whole panel to explain how they know it's the Federation. And I know it was supposed to be a joke, but that just kind of like kills the moment. Yeah, a little bit. They do it a couple more times too. And that's where the show, when the show references something like that, they kind of don't explain it. <laughs> so if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. You know. Even in the the early uh, earlier episodes, a little here, it's like it's essentially the equivalent of doing the asterisk. Like I know they had a lot of asterisks uh, in blue and gold, and here they don't even have an asterisk. They just have a footnote. But you know, even in the most advanced of textbooks they have it, they let you know that it's a footnote like at first i didn't know what i was reading when i was reading those things <laughs> like who's talking like is it a computer voice in my head is it like the you know the the holodeck uh narrator like what the fuck you know and so after a while i just like i got the point but you know look, I, I i like star trek i'm a little too dumb for star trek so when you start doing weird things like that in the comic, that's a Star Trek comic. Like, ah, I, I, yeah. I mean, how do you how do you feel about how? Because I, I'm guessing it's for people that aren't Star Trek people. Like when when they're in the holodeck doing the Dixon Hill story, how do you feel about them explaining yeah. why they're doing the Dixon Hill story? I liked it, but I actually seen the Dixon Hill uh, Next Generation stuff, so. Okay. It, like I knew a little bit about that, and so I know when they reference like oh, the original series, like I get some of that. Some, uh, you know, even in the series, like they they reference some Deep Space Nine stuff, and I can kind of, I didn't watch that, but I can I know some of the, you know, just from hanging out with you guys and and Vaughn and Derek, like I I know some stuff, uh, you know, so it doesn't it, it does feel a little explanation-y. But I like it since I didn't experience it, you know, um, where it does get a little tricky. Like if they bought, take so much time explaining it, then at the end of the book, they still have a, a reference page where you can watch everything that they referenced. <laughs> and I was like, OK, well, if you're going to explain it, like why even do this? You know, like don't explain it and just give me the reference page. Look, I'm a Paramount Plus subscriber. I can just watch the, each of those episodes. And I think I'm going to do that, too. You know, <laughs> like I, I remember um, I, I liked one page where um, they go into the original uh, cast bridge on the holodeck. And I was like, Oh man, it's Sulu, you know? And I'm like, and then I see a guy that's a weird alien next to him, and I'm like, man, they did check off 30. <laughs> but then I remembered, I'm like, oh no, that's the dude, because I watched the animated series. So I'm like, that's the dude from the animated series, you know? And uh, and then they explained that. And then but they explained it weird. It's like, oh, that's that one time that that uh Chekhov was replaced by a weird three-handed alien, and then it's like that's not the explanation. Like it wasn't from, and that was the one in the animated series. So, and then in the back, they clarified it, you know? Yeah. But I was happy to see Sue. Oh, man. George, yeah, that, that, I don't know. That whole, exp- it bugs me when, and I think it really ruins the joke 
when they explain stuff. Like, yeah. Well, you know, I, I mentioned that the TV show has gotten better. Like, for example, there's the last episode I saw, they're playing D&D, Klingon D&D, and it's a, it's a computer that's the dungeon master, mm-hmm. and it's General Martok. I know okay. who General Martok is. Yeah. And so, so seeing him be the dungeon master is, is awesome. And then, but if I didn't know who General Martok is, I'm still seeing a Klingon that they ref that they say that's General Martok. So I know okay, yeah. general, it's a Klingon general DMing a, a, a Klingon story. Yeah. You know, and like, they were, oh, you, you, you have, you have critical hit. You know, it's just, <laughs> so it's funny on two It's funny. It's, it's funny just watching it. And yeah. if you know, then it's even funnier. Yeah. And that, that's, where the, that's where the show has gotten better. But this book goes back to that first season where they just they, they, they keep hitting you with all the references to everything else and then explaining yeah. the references in case you don't know. And that's just annoying to me. And then the page that lets you know where you can see all those references they explained. Like, it'd be better to, like, you don't explain the references, but you have that episode guide. And you just watch them and, and it enhance your comic reading experience, you know? Yeah, that's the beauty of this mixed media shit, and that—that's I, I think part of the problem is with the explaining all the references, and it being a comic based on an animated series. The animated series is set up a little more like a sitcom, but it still has the adventure uh, motif that Star Trek TV is known for. They just do it in a condensed twenty-five minute or so uh, format. And I like that format, period. But part of that is that all the jokes and references have comedic timing because they're presented to you on a screen. Yeah, <laughs> When you're reading it, like, you read faster than I do, I'm sure. And so it's like getting that comedic timing on a written word, on a piece of paper, is a little tricky, especially once you start explaining all the references, you know? Like the jokes don't land. If, if if look, jokes don't land when you have to explain them. Like if you have to explain them, they didn't land. And then once you explain them, they're not funny. And if it's you have to read the explanation and go back and read the joke, that's the comedic timing's gone. Yeah. Derek H. Derek J H. I know there's a J. Do you know there's a J? Uh is Mariner still gay in the comic? They don't talk about it. They don't talk yeah. about relationships. Yeah. I don't think hey. she's actually gay. I think she's like bi or doesn't give a crap. I, I, I guess you kind of have to not give a crap in the Star Trek universe because you're dealing with so many different species. Oh, yeah. You just fall in love with anything. Yeah. Well, even like Star Trek, I love that Star Trek does. Uh, I mean, sorry, Lower Decks does the thing with the the one general guy and the cat doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, they kind of, they flirt a little at first, and then as the series goes on, then when they trade places in the Lord, with the Lord Dex crew, she just sleeps in his little tiny bunk on, on his, like, butt. <laughs> he's sleeping on the, you know, but he's got all these scratches on his back. <laughs> yeah. So it's, Star Trek handles that shit kind of well. And especially the stuff done now. Like I was watching Strange New Worlds and there's the helmsman or helms person 
is uh is clearly a lesbian, but they don't really like put focus on that. She just has the different hairdo, you know, and that haircut. I love it. I that was I invented that haircut and they took it from me, man. I like that just straight cut, like yeah. I invented that, but I didn't I didn't really invent it. I stole it from Mbaku and Black Panther. But the way I did it with that, the waves like that, like how she does it is how I was doing it for a while. And I showed my nephew and he's like, oh, there's a new. He didn't even know there's a new Star Trek series. And he's like, yeah. So he's watching it for the hair shit. Uh, Derek A says she bangs number one in an episode. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten there yet. So spoilers. Uh, but it's Strange New Worlds, or who are we talking about? Well, I guess number one would be Strange New Worlds. Yeah, and we're talking about the chick with the weird haircut. Do they, do they bang? I remember them banging. Uh, it's Derek Cage. He might have. He might have dreamt it. <laughs> no, no, he might have watched it and he focused it on a little more. Yeah, I, uh, I, do, I just wish he had like a fade or something. Like it just. That straight cut always bugs me. Yeah, I when I would do it on myself, I would have the straight cut for a while, but when I would have it fresh, I would bring it down to like a, a one and then fade up from a one. So but it was still it was still like the, the hard line, but you know. But I like it. And it fits her face well. <laughs> like if she had the little cut on her eyebrow that followed that too, would be tight. I hate the <laughs> cut. Yeah, no. like, if you actually have a scar, that's yeah. one thing. But no, I know because you brought it up a, a couple episodes back, so I know I'd bring you that. Uh, Strange New Worlds in the, uh, Derek Derek J H. Uh, Strange New Worlds in the episode where they they're in a storybook. I haven't gotten there yet. Spoilers. Thank you. Oh, but yeah, that's. I mean, but they're different people. Yeah. Like they're they're actually they actually become these characters from a book. They're not themselves, so you know. Yeah, I, I'm 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 only I think I'm only like five or six episodes into Strange New Worlds, and I think oh, the last it one keeps, it keeps getting better. And it's some I think next season they're supposed to have a crossover with Lower Decks. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm catching up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm still catching up on Lord Dex too, Look, but they, they made the I don't know if you got into this episode, but the that uh the green shirt that Kirk has. Yeah. Dude, homeboy wearing that shirt. Uh, oh dude, like they, they made it look good. It's yeah. a little goofy in the in the original series, but when Pike wears it, oh dude, it's 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 cool. I like it. And the uh, Mariner wore that too, right? In in Lord Dex. That green shirt? Uh in the comic, yeah. I think yeah. that's wearing when they when they go to that bridge. Yeah. I don't know if she's done it in the actual TV show, but yeah, she does no. it in this book. She wears it in the book, yeah. That, and that I, I, I like I, I remember watching the original series. I tell Emily, like, I want that shirt. Like if I'm a cosplay Kirk, I'm gonna do that, but I gotta, you know, I gotta work out because <laughs> that the way that it cuts in, you know. It's just uh, yeah, gonna now wait, wait till you see the illustration of the world. It's like yeah. practically a smoking jacket. Yeah, it's I got really cool. Like, yeah, I want that version because, yeah, I, I love that shirt in the original series too. Because it's like when he's chilling, you know, but he's still command. And yeah, I saw the episode they did with the Gorn. <laughs> 
Wait, uh, original series or Strange New no, World? No, no, Strange New World. Okay, okay. It's yeah. just, I always hear Gorn and then... Uh, yeah, the, yeah. Battle. I, but look, like, let's not divert. Like, we could talk about Strange New World in a little bit. Um, because I do have some criticisms, but okay. Lower Decks, the criticisms in this book, like I enjoy it, but it's definitely like the comedic timing is off. I don't it, the art. I mean, the art is not creative because it's essentially copy and paste from the TV show, and it's not moving. And then they have the uh, the variant covers where people get to do it a little different, and that looks good. But that I would have appreciated in in the comic too but i don't know i like animated tv show and comic versions of it i never really vibe with i i love the simpsons comics but again it had the same issue like they're standing still and the comedic timing is off maybe i read too slow i don't know um the three hours of horrors were good because they had to get through like four or five of them but aside from that i'm just not i don't know I want to start reading the Rick and Morty ones too, but I'm afraid. Are those ongoing or are they? Are they yeah, good? I think they're like on issue 80 or something. And they connect. There's like, a lot of catching up. Yeah. And they connect, for example, like when uh, when they do the Revengers, like they team up with that, like Guardians of the Galaxy team. It's like it's the third one because in the comic, they already did it twice. Okay. <laughs> so the comic is the first two adventures. And in the TV show, like you see them for the first time ever, but it's the third time they hang out. And you know, are you caught up with Rick and Morty? Yeah. Okay. This last season has been interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's a little. We can get into that. that, that yeah, that's a, it's a whole nother yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just kind of like scrolling through through this book, and like, I get, I get to like they they do certain stuff that just. just Bugs the hell out of me. Art wise or share it? Uh story wise. Okay. Like when I'm looking at a panel where they're in the, the bridge of Enterprise in the Enterprise TV show. Yeah. And and they're saying that the program forces you to play as a chef. I know what the joke is supposed to be, uh-huh. but it's stupid because the program doesn't didn't force that person to be the chef that person chose to be the chef because it was a way that he could talk to the main characters without actually being a main character so it was like a, he was like the therapist mm-hmm. so yeah it just i'm sure people think it's funny but that like knowing that bugs me yeah like that program's not forcing you to be the chef you're just trying to make a stupid joke the one funny. i did like was the dracula one and how they did it with the uh, the Jack the Ripper, the Dracula one, yeah. I, the like, comic, in the comic, yeah, yeah, I think it was the comic. It might have been it, in the comic. Yeah. They do, they do <clears throat> what they do with Dracula is what happened with Moriarty. Moriarty, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, and and they explain that whole like practically the whole episode, right? Yeah. But but I had seen that already, and with the explanation, I did still enjoy it. Yeah, I don't like it. Man, if they did like zombies, like you could have a Halloween episode where they make sentient zombies, and it's like, are zombies even really sentient? Like, <laughs> yeah, 
I think that's where they're going with this book because I think I think it's going to be where Dracula has gained sentience and he's going to bite somebody and there's going to be vampires. Yeah. Which also bugs me because like if it's a virus thing then that shouldn't exist as soon as they step out of the holodeck. Yeah. I don't know. They I was a lot more interested in the the story with the main crew. Mhm. Where they they're supposed to be going to a planet that's more technologically advanced than them and then they show up and it's like it's like, you know, uh medieval times. Not yeah. even medieval times. I think it's like like practically cavemen coming out. Yeah, them. yeah. And they fuck up the prime directive part. Yeah. But yeah. kind of the point of the show is we're not getting the, the main cast story. We're getting these guys that just kind of hang out. Yeah. I think that's where it should have been easier for the comic to just give you like I don't know. I don't even really this comic, I, I think from a rating standpoint, it's a, it's a three just because I like the cartoon. But, and I see what it tries to do like the show, but it's not capturing that feel. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going with, with two. Two. I, it, it, I just didn't like the story. The art's fine because it's, it's like the, it's like the cartoon. Yeah. It's all the assets before they animate them. Yeah. It's just, it, it's a bad story. I will say that I think it'll get better. Mm-hmm based on what they set up it, it should start to to get better but i'll never find out probably i don't know i don't know if i'll read two or keep going it's ongoing right it, it's uh, yeah it should be yeah and you know look I, i'm a i'm a shareholder so i, I want them to do these no these you can cancel I, this one no I, look i i think you know, i'm gonna have a talk and maybe step in and say hey you, you need to fix this comedic timing you know because technically you can do something focused on one character like a little different than the show you know the show has to give the characters each a little bit of of time screen time you know in the comic you could do an anthology and do a, a character here and there every issue you know yeah yeah i'm going with two two all right that's it. That's that's our reviews for uh for the comics this week. But yeah, you were talking about Rick and Morty, man. <laughs> yeah. This whole not having a portal gun. Dude, the the story with the I'll say the clones. Yeah. <laughs> I got Definitely. a little I got there's a little semi. Oh yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> like, that, I, I've always liked Beth's voice. And the chick that plays her, I mean, she was in uh, was in Scrubs. Uh, she was in the where I first saw her, and I think it's I'm pretty sure it's her in the Police Academy TV show. And she was like young, like 23 or something then. Oh, that's and, Beth is. Yeah. So hearing Beth do that, and then you know, and. and I seen her like I remember in in the the Police Academy TV show she for any little reason she was always in brown panties. And so with that in my head 
And then seeing that episode, I'm like, yeah, it is a. I- I'm gonna need a few minutes with that. <laughs> like, like, wait till Larry gets back. <laughs> yeah, like, I need to. Yeah, you're gonna have to watch that episode by yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, I watched it by myself. I watched it on the treadmill, and it wasn't like I, I was. It, it was because it was hilarious. It was weird, and it was weirdly hilarious. So, um. When Emily came home and she turned on the Apple TV, she's like, you watched it without me? And I'm like, I, I didn't even know you enjoyed this. Like, I, I know I watch it, but, you know, I just figured you're there with me just because I'm watching it. But she, yeah, I never, out of all the times I've seen Rick and Morty with Emily, I've never seen her laugh so hard as that that episode <laughs> of the two, the two Beths. Like, just everybody's expression when they get caught like when they catch them you know yeah. <laughs> it's just hilarious which <laughs> like is the, perfect yeah it, the comedic timing of it is perfect if you were to do that in like a rick and morty comic I, you i don't know how you could do that to have that same effect humor wise you know it's a challenge yeah is this portal gun i know they mentioned that it's messed up yeah, but the, it was wasn't there that episode where they got all sent back to their regular universes, and I thought they used the portal gun to bring the main cast back together. The 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 stuff they use for the portal gun is is like that was the last bit. Okay, you know, so I I don't think there's there's a, a real portal gun. That's that's kind of why these these last episodes have been a little more um like they stay in the house you know kind of like old old star trek episodes where they just take place on a bridge and, and in the hallway yeah yeah they, they've been good though yeah no they're, they're really good like that the last like the whole thing with the infinite time curve thing like that is a concept that visualizing it is hard you know it's like as an equation you can look at it and be like okay (laughs) that's what it is but actually showing it in an animated form is is tricky and how they they were able to pull that off is i've seen science shows about how the universe works not be able to do shit (laughs) like they do it here on this show i don't know what the fuck they're on or what they do but it's it's just like even this whole thing with the night person the last the latest episode have you seen the latest one yeah i saw it yeah. yeah and that that itself is a cool idea and it's just like their halloween episode essentially it's like a john carpenter movie and it just it just works like the whole reason like the whole thing with like him always kind of seeing summer as a little less and it played out here and it's like this goofy shit just to tackle that part that little thread from like season one yeah it is kind of nuts yeah you think uh well this one i don't know if hbo max is gonna get rid of this but i buy them so i don't have to worry about it but and they have a contract for like 75 episodes and i think they've already done like 25 of them what rick and morty yeah do i think they'll Fix the portal gun? No, no, that they'll like get rid of them in like HBO Max or like how they're big rid of it, all the other. No, nah, that that shows too much money. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's it, it's it's too popular. Mm-hmm. There's no way. I mean, yeah. I know the the guy heading it up like does not give a crap. Yeah, but I think I, I think he'd have like a riot if, if he canceled yeah. the community. And if he did, there I, there are so many streaming services that would just snatch it up immediately. They yeah, throw so much money at what's the dude's name Harmon. Yeah, I they, they I can't believe they really haven't done that so far. Like I know when they were having the issues with the negotiations, and they they, they want them to come back for another season. They're like, now nah, we gotta do seventy five episodes minimum. Like, just <laughs> I need these people working, and if I'm gonna keep them from other work, I, I need you know they need to be taken care of, and uh, yeah, it's I, yeah I don't know like. I mean, Hulu would do it in a heartbeat, I think. Apple TV Plus could probably do it, but Apple TV Plus is also bullshit, though. They gave Oprah, like, 50 million bucks for a book club TV show about her talking about books, like, a, a medium nobody uses anymore. Mm-hmm. A medium that Apple decided to make obsolete, too. <laughs> yeah. So, Derek H. in chat says, no one write it for Batgirl. That's because it looked like a low-budget CW show. Oh, the movie did not, look, yeah. did not look good. Did not look movie quality. If it was a TV yeah. show, then maybe it it looked like it was something. But for a movie, no. I just watched the Monsters. The movie is that out? Yeah, it came out yesterday. On oh, it streamed right. Oh, I yeah, it was gonna be in theaters. Yeah, no, was that it was weird. Um, okay. It, you know, it was it was campy like the old show, and it's in color, and it's in, it all takes place in like Transylvania, and I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy uh, Herman. Herman, like he was too confident and too, uh, you know, they showed his creation, and they accidentally took a like, uh, uh, what's his face, the guy that smashes the watermelon, comedian. Yeah, they took like that type of comedian's brain and put it in in his, and then he was like a musician, and Lily fell in love with him, and you know he was like the head of a band and all that. So he was ultimately like you know when when he was when he was excited, like it was love at first sight. So when he got all nervous when he saw her, and that was like okay, that feels like Herman, but Herman is nervous all the time because he's so big and takes up so much space and clumsy and he's also everybody he's also kind of dumb so everybody kind of he looks to other people for guidance a lot so he's always nervous because he doesn't want to say the wrong thing and then when he li- you know he goes to work he's dealing with humans so here he's all confident so i don't know if that was a, a side effect or a byproduct of him living in his own environment which could be the case. This is how I make peace with it because I did enjoy it, but I just didn't enjoy Herman. The voice that the guy had was like, he just sounded like a regular ass guy. And I need my Herman to sound like proper and eloquent, almost like, I mean, you, you, you seen the monsters. Like he yeah. never really, like he talk, doesn't talk like a regular guy. He talks like he talks like a proper polite, a little bit smart person, you know, 
like he has a good vocabulary and, and he's got good manners, you know, and he's nervous about offending you. So he he's he's light in how he speaks, you know, and yeah, every once in a while when he gets a, a compliment, does that thing. Well, yeah, you're like, well, yeah, <laughs> I love that. Was there, um, was there a Maryland? No, there's no Marilyn. Uh, I think th this is like how it's basically a romantic comedy between Herman and Lily. And so that that at, that helps the movie because it takes place before the show. And, you know, so it's really more than anything, the voice like I, the, the mannerisms that Herman has. I can't be mad at because it's Herman as a single swinging bachelor, you know. So, and uh, I told uh, Emily was like in the morning today no yeah around lunchtime she's like what did you think of the monsters and i go oh dude like yeah my analysis <laughs> so i actually put popped in our dvd i'm like this is what herman is and it was just it's the episode where he gets fired from work for asking for a raise and i'm like, lily look at this he comes home and everybody stops talking when he walks in the door and look at him as soon as he sees them he gets nervous his hands like he's his fist is clenched like fred Gwynn is a, a fantastic actor because he did that i i'm sure that was intentional and the way he talks and it's like he shakes his hands when he's you know when he's thinking about something and like that's what herman is herman is a big he's a guy trying to make it bring food on the table for his family and he's got he just happens to be a monster but he's just the every man and in in this it's he's He's the rock star. He's you know, so that it's a different it's a, it's a way different Herman than I would like or what I like of Herman when I watch the TV show. <laughs> and uh, and Lily or Lily's the matriarch, like she's the head of the household, really. Like if if Herman's the head, she's the neck, <laughs> you know. So she lets you know tells the head where to go and and it's clear in that that episode was the perfect example because she's like, you go ask him for a raise, you know? So he has to lie to her <laughs> that he was fired and he's just been going to work every day, but not really going to work. It's hilarious. And I told her like this, this is what Herman, this is what the monsters is. It's the nuclear family. They just happen to be monsters and everybody's scared of them. Yeah, but yeah. that's how we all feel. Like at least how I felt growing up, like my family is like the weird family like it was the only family on the block without a dad in it you know <laughs> like so i felt like my family is the, the the one that people look at weird the house on the block and that's why i see the monsters this way <laughs> yeah okay but overall overall it was an enjoyable experience it's beautifully shot um the colors like you know when Rob Zombie said uh oh I'm gonna do it in color like he put color in like the Transylvania and even when they move to the suburbs, like he does the color theory right and he, he plays it well and, and it's shot well. And it's shot like a TV show. So it doesn't look like how you said, like Batgirl doesn't look like high budget movie quality. Like yeah. the Monsters does, it looks like it's a TV show episode. He didn't shoot it like a cinematic movie. Yeah. yeah so, which, which, on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, it gives but, it the feel. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, and probably save money at the same time. I'm looking mm -hmm. at it in IMDb. Wow, four four point four out of ten. Yeah, 
I can see people not liking it, but you know, whatever. It's not that different than the TV show, and I've watched, you know, I've watched every episode of the original, <laughs> and then I watched the sequel series that came out in the eighties, you know, and uh, you know th those have the right feel, even in the modernization of that. I didn't watch Mockingbird Lane with uh with Jerry O'Connell, who's also uh was it Jack whatever his name Jack Ransom on uh on Lower Decks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't watch that one, but uh and then I watched some of the TV movies that came out. They they all did, you know, they were all doing an impression of Fred Gwynn, except for Jerry O'Connell. And then this guy here is not doing an impression. So I think that's where, you know, uh, to a certain degree, you have to do an impression of Fred Gwynn to be successful as Herman Munster. Yeah. 36 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Six out of 10 on IGN. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Out of 10, I would do it about a six, six and a half, seven. It's a good story. It's a, like if I look at it as a romantic comedy between Herman and Lily, like I enjoy it. Um, the the grandpa guy was good, but he wasn't as uh, hacky comic-y like, like he should have been. Like, they, they gave that role to Herman, and that's not what I like about Herman, and that's what I liked about grandpa. Like, even, look, here, the porno parody for the monsters, grandpa's the shit. Because I'm like, you pop in that DVD, and then some blonde chick just fucking playing with a vibrator on a gothic chair with spiderwebs everywhere and you're like man my dick's getting hard all right he's like yeah and then right when she's gonna come you just pff, the smoke and it's grandpa he's like ah, i gotcha you know and like that to me is a way better grandpa monster than anything could have anybody could have ever done you know like he turned into a chick just to to feel the vibrator you know but uh, you know that there's there it did leave some shit to be desired uh this rob zombie one but it's not um yeah it's his imagining of what would have happened before the show and uh, yeah, but rob zombie's rob zombie man it looks like a music video the whole thing okay i i mean i'm gonna watch it yeah i really i thought i was gonna be in theaters yeah waiting to to see it pop up and yeah, no, I guess it's streaming. Yeah. I don't even know what it's streaming on. Uh, Netflix, straight to Netflix. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll check it out. Maybe uh, maybe it's what we'll, we'll mention it next week when, when the rest of the guys are back. Yeah. yeah. They can watch it if it's not too scary for Lawrence. <laughs> oh, it's too scary for Lawrence. Oh, even and, more. and there's a lot of diversity. There's a black guy in it. And he's he's Lester, the well the werewolf. Oh, okay. So they cover him up with the <laughs> but his hands are still like I'm like, yeah, that's 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 a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but he's uh Lily's Lily's brother. And they they mention him. He's the reason that um whatchamacallit the uh, tire clunch has his uh is Eddie Munster in must be no because it's when they meet, right? Eddie right. Munster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's not in it, but it's the reason why he's a wolf man. 
is because he's got the wolf genetics. Because remember, like, the Bram Stoker Dracula, like, he turns into um, a wolf at one point. Yeah. So he, he has those powers. So his son came out, the wolf man, and Lily is his undead, the, the, from the movie, the daughter, Dracula's daughter. And so Lily is her that he brought back from the dead. And she's kind of a, a vampire, but not, not like him because through necromancy or some shit. She doesn't actually drink blood, right? No, no. She can, but she doesn't need to. Like, she can, but she doesn't need to. And then the werewolf part is the Lester and Eddie. And uh, I forget who... um, Because I think Lily is on Herman's side. And Herman's whole family is like human more or less because it's like the relatives of Frank, Dr. Frankenstein that are like his cousins because he's like his son, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why Marilyn looks the way she does. Yeah. All ugly. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Like, oh, she's just so poor girl. She'll never find a man. She's so ugly. Yeah, no, but yeah, hopefully yeah. the the wife will watch it. I don't know if she's into the mon- monsters. She's been really into classic Adams Family lately. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know because monsters is similar vibe, but like so different. So. Yeah, Adams Family is a lot different because it, it tackles some of the same things, like the weird family on the block, but. They're just eccentric more than anything, you know, and kind of psychopathic. But yeah, no, people are bad that like the dude that's playing Gomez now is like a Puerto Rican guy. I I said it last time. He looks way more like the original comics. That and that's what I said. Yeah, (laughs) I've been like when, when they drew Gomez. Like when they yeah. when, when they came up with Gomez Adam, like they that is the most chunty Mexican dude. Like and know. he's married to uh like I know you have the Gomez in your family. I don't have it in my family. I'm sure I do, but I don't talk to my family like that. But I know a family friend, like there's the Gomez and Morticia, like not maybe not that gothy, but the like hot wife and frumpy husband yeah i you know? i have that whole family in in my family just not goth yeah exactly and so it, gomez and you know like i i don't like i said like read fucking comics like the original comic that's like he's pugsley's dad like pugsley where do you think fucking pugsley got his looks from you know what i mean yeah i mean and, uh, and i hate it because i love the original gomez so much yeah. like I, I just like that actor it's really a performance. Like if he was ugly and still had that performance, it would still rock. But that's not out yet, right? No, nah, that should be out. I think later in the month. Yeah, and actually, the, the guy playing New Gomez is, is a great, great actor too. He's a great he's actor. Always, he's always funny. Yeah, and I think for this, he's you're gonna see another layer of him where he. I think because this, I think is a, this is a little more dramatic. Like the humor is more dark instead of punchliney 
And uh, I think you're going to see a little more serious tone from him that I'm excited to see. Yeah. <laughs> My wife saw a few episodes. She's like, so they're like always fucking, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like she says one thing and he's like already on her. Yeah. And that's the thing. That works great when Gomez looks like Luis Guzman. You know what I mean? Because this motherfucker's like, he's happy to be with this wife because she's fly as fuck. You know? Luis Guzman married to uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones in real life. I'm not talking about Adam's family. Like, in real life, this motherfucker would be fucking nonstop. You know what I mean? And so it's like, he's going to be a good Gomez for that aspect of it. But yeah, but Sean Astin, I mean, John Astin was like, Oh, I love it when you talk dirty to me. And she's talking about digging up a corpse, <laughs> you know. And he starts talking in French and shit. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I, I forgot because I've been using that. You know, remember you made that sticker? You can get in our merch at FantasticForum.live. The read fucking comics one. Yeah, I've been using it to like respond to trolls on Twitter and Reddit. Like I don't say anything. I just put that that sticker and. They get all mad because they're like, I do read comics. I'm like, yeah, but have you read She-Hulk? And then I misspelled re read like, you know, for some reason, Siri said reward. And uh, I've never rewarded comics in my life. Uh, he got all, like, what the fuck you mean reward? Yeah, he got all angry at that. And I was like, I just left him alone. Like, let, let, let this motherfucker be mad. Yeah, the only thing that bugged me about the the Wednesday TV show is that uh that Gomez and Morticia were were older, but then I realized well Wednesday's in college, so yeah, they yeah. would be older. Yeah, yeah. So I, got then, over, I got over it pretty quick. Look, I, even if they were kids and they still look like that, I think it'd be all right. Because it's not it's, kids, but just a little bit like younger. 12. But it, no, the the age that both of those actors are, it, it's fine for. A college age Wednesday, yeah. So it, it's fine. Yeah, but yeah, strange new worlds, man. Uh, going back to that, <laughs> I, I, I like. I don't like Spock's sideburns, dude. Like, <laughs> why are they so long? Um, I. I don't know if they well the original series it, they had that spike. Yeah, but it, it only went down to like the middle of the ear. Yeah, I think by next generation, like it got longer. I don't know. I I don't know why why Spock's got that. Because they all used to have it before, right? In the original series. Like even the ladies had like they put a little wig there for the Yeah, they I don't know. It's it's a weird spike that carried on through next generation they had the spike too yeah yeah because i think it was like you know how like when you join the military they shave your head like that was one of the things like they cut your hair but they cut the the sideburn spike like as part of you you going into starfleet i don't know how i feel about strange new world spock not having the eye makeup yeah you watch original series and you see spock he's got like like yeah, 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 and yeah. It, it's not like it's not noticeable because they they do close up on his face a lot. Yeah, you gotta yeah. show him like raising his eyebrow. 
Yeah. And it's one of those things. It just adds to his like more pensive look because he's like so expressionless. This Spock in Strange New Worlds has got too much expressions. Like his face is too expressive. I need him to be less. Yeah. Well, I think he's the first Spock that didn't have Nimoy to talk to. Yeah. So and that that's what I've heard as an excuse for his performance. It's not bad. It's just it could be better. No, I mean I just I was I just finished the episode where he and was it Tapring or whatever? Tapling. Yeah, his fiance. Like they switch bodies. Yeah. And he was good in that episode. Like he was still good. The episode itself was a little hokey, but it's still like I like I'm not I enjoy hokey Star Trek, clearly, <laughs> yeah, but so I don't mind it. But it, yeah, it's definitely like that cyber. Those cyber. again, if you if you're in a hokey that storybook episode, yeah, I'm in. I like that, and that, that's what I like. That's what I do like. A Strange New Worlds is where it's kind of it's doing an impression of the original series, and it just looks a little better. Like I, you know, I know. Like number one, you can't have her without leggings now, because her skirt's too short. So her leggings is just too much. But I, that might be a Romaine, Rebecca Romaine thing too. She because... fought for the skirt because they weren't oh, going to give her the skirt, and she actually said, "No." In the original series, the women had the skirt. I want the skirt. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so the leggings were probably the compromise. Yeah, and you know, her. Yeah, you know, she's old, so her knees probably. That's how you could tell people's age: the elbows and the knees. Nah, you're so busy looking at the thigh, you don't even get to the knee. <laughs> like she, she is still an amazing looking woman. Oh yeah, I don't care yeah, how exactly. old she is, she's yeah. just, like, mm, I'm not. If I get to the knees, it's a miracle. <laughs> I'm, I'm the, trying to see if there's a little panty. <laughs> yeah, whenever she, she walks, I'm not. I'm not looking at the knee. Oh, she's sitting, and you see some leg. Yeah. Um, she was the perfect. Like she was a great choice for number one. And yeah, I, I don't I don't like Ohura. Yeah. She's it, it's a little I wish she had the classic Ohura hair. Yeah. It, it's it's shocking. Like why would it's just it's not even like the the actress is great and she did that episode where she sang a little and you know that's always good, but yeah, I, I would have liked the original her hair because it doesn't make sense why she does. And, you know, this this is supposed to be a decade before Kirk takes over. Yeah, something like that. Like, how old, the, how old is Ohura? Well, in the show, she's just coming out of the out of the uh, the academy. Right. right. The first two seasons, she's still a, a cadet. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, like in 10 years, I think by the original episode, she's like a lieutenant or something. She's she's up there. Like she's okay. So she's been there a while. Yeah. It it I wish they would have waited a little bit to bring her in mm-hmm. because similar issues like that, but bringing her in as a cadet, like it it it, it still works. Yeah. I don't know if it's 10 years before. Kirk. Um, well, they mentioned when his accident happens. Yeah. 
and his accident happens years after he like Kirk's already taken the Enterprise. Yeah, that's yeah. why he's 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 a professor or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, if the accident is ten years, then it's probably closer to five or six before Kirk takes the the Enterprise. Okay. Yeah, I was under the impression that it was ten years before the first series. But that, but but Kirk's already there. He's been there for a while already too. When that starts, so yeah, yeah. it's a weird timeline thing. It's weird that they have Kirk's brother. His brother or his dad? Nah, it's his brother. Brother, yeah, that is weird. There was one episode in the original series where his brother shows up, and it's just it's William Shatner with a mustache. <laughs> Yeah, I think he dies by the end of the episode. But yeah, it's just funny because it was. I don't. I don't think, I, I don't think the guy, like I, I'm a little mad that the guy playing Kirk's brother, isn't the guy that plays Kirk. In strange, Kirk comes out in a Stranger World. It, it, there's an episode where there's Spoiler. an actor that plays Kirk. Okay, it's the most I can say without spoiling. Okay, and it's one of the one of the better episodes of the of a strange world. It's actually there's an episode of the original series that they kind of like redo, mm-hmm. but it's a it's a what if? Um, it, it's like a what if they they basically do an episode but without the original cast. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, th- I think that's like, I'm already on the, and that border of, of heavy. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gonna check it out. Um, like I feel, uh, what you call it? Pike is doing a impression of Shatner. Maybe. I don't know. But it, it, Pike, when he showed up in discovery, I think I told you guys like that. This guy needs his own show. Yeah. Because he he's good. Um, it's the it's the guy that played back Black Bolt. I forget yeah. his real name right now. Yeah, no, that guy's good. Yeah, he was in a thing called, I think it was a godless. What are these No, no. He was on Hell on Wheels. Hell on Wheels, that's the one. Yeah, he that show's amazing and he was great in it. Yeah. So the and that and guy's just the other good. dude was there too from Star Trek, the next generation. Uh, Mimi. Mimi, yeah. Also, one of my f- most favorite Star Trek characters of all time. Yeah. I think he came out in Lord Dex as well. They they mentioned him. Okay, that's what it was. They, there was a statue. Yeah, like, that's that's like the most efficient. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the one that Boimler looks up to the most. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that guy. He was there. So much Star Trek stuff now. It's a wonderful time to be a fan. Yeah. I'm glad I'm a fan. <laughs> Although I haven't watched that animated series. Prodigy? Yeah. I watched the first episode. It, it's 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 not as for little kids as I thought it was going to be. But it's still a cool little story in that first episode. But the kid's a slave. And... I guess he gets rescued. 
but it, I think he's from a crash ship. I don't know. I gotta watch it again. Okay. But well, it gets a little darker, like for Star Trek, than you to start, you know. Well, and it's a kid. I'm gonna need you to talk about something for like three minutes because I've been holding this for like oh, no, 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 we could we could end it now, man. Like, look, oh. I'll do the wrap up music. Let's see here. I'm explode, but underneath this table, <laughs> it's like the, those. Uh, 64 ounces of beer? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I had coffee right before the show. Yeah, man. Uh, I st- I'm still uh, working on my third beer, and I got one in the fridge, so I'm good. Um, But yeah, man, final thoughts? Uh, uh, new unboxing just went up like yesterday, I think. Yeah. And, uh, working on another one right now. What are you doing with that towel, man? What, what towel? The. The one that came out in the in that world's finest one you just did. Oh, it's just sitting over there. Oops. I don't use those towels because they're not they're not that good and fluffy like my regular <laughs> bath towels. And uh, dude, you coughing at that fucking shirt was hilarious. I. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I mentioned it a few times, but that that smell, like I, I, I thought I was gonna pass out a couple of times. Do you think it was like the printing paint that they just left in the plastic for too long? In the Probably, heat? it was. It was. Yeah, it, it could have been the printing paint. Yeah, it was. It was like weird plastic chemical smell. It's, I, I don't know how to explain it, but <laughs> I shouldn't have. Huffed it like that. <laughs> like you literally just like wrote, like if it was some chick's panties. I I, I think that's a, a video of me getting high. On the yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, as for the rest of us, you know, Larry J. R.I.P. Hope you guys are okay. Um, in the meantime, there is uh, there is the, his unboxing. I did one of my Kickstarter unboxings, the crowdfunding on Chronic, because I get high and go on Kickstarter. And then I pretend I'm one of the Medici family and just start funding artists. Uh, so I did that. And there's more coming because I've been working on shit. And, uh, yeah. So subscribe, like, hit the bell. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll be back next week. I don't know what we're talking about, but you'll find out if you subscribe because it'll be there uh, uh, waiting for you. So, um, Oz and I are going to take a piss and uh, goodbye.